The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true Savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Welcome. Welcome to Prison Transformation Radio on AM 980 The Mission, the Christian voice of the Twin Cities. This program, we're going to explore what it's like to be lost and then what it's like to be found and then what happens when you get transformed. So we're talking about moving from sheep, lost sheep, to shepherds, found shepherds, and we're talking about it again with Chaplain Dave Johnson of Lost Sheep Ministries. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Christ Services, on the front page of the R3 Collaborative website. We want to give you this information, folks, up front. You'll be able to get more information on Lost Sheep Ministry and this intervention or intercession in a Christian way to help people get into treatment, how to get support for folks uh, struggling in addiction, so please visit r3collaborative.org. That's R, the number three, collaborative.org. My name is Jim Moore. I'm the director of the R3 Collaborative, and my ho- co-host is ho-host or co-host. We, we have glitches, don't we, Pastor Dwight? I do. You're always so good. But my co-host is Pastor Dwight Anderson with Prison Mission Association. Yes. So uh, what are your thoughts and feelings about the show today, Pastor? Yeah, I'm really excited because we talk about the Lost Sheep Ministries again, and it's Thanksgiving time. Yeah. And, you know, in Luke 16, where there's the different parables— uh, about the rich man and all the different things about the different lost things. Um, they say when you when the lost are found, that they throw a party in heaven when someone puts their faith and trust in the Lord Jesus, you know, and, and this is Thanksgiving week. And so I'm excited to have a show here where we can give thanks to God and tell about how the lost are being and how, you know, this, the illustration of the shepherd where he, the shepherd leaves the 99 to go and get the one. Yeah. So that puts a, a great value on the person that's lost, where they'll, he'll leave the 99 to go and get yeah. that person. And that's what Dave Johnson is doing, Lost Sheep Ministries and Chad, uh, reaching that loss. So I'm excited to hear about yeah. that and how God's working and how people can get involved, how they can pray, how they can support this ministry. We were meeting a little bit before the show, folks, and I shared something that I'd heard when I was a lost sheep uh, wandering around Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge in the treatment program. And I remember when the instructor said, well, you know, hurt people hurt people. And there was truth in that. Mm-hmm. Wound, trauma, all there might be. But, but then I found something else out in Teen Challenge. Hurt people who've been healed and transformed can help people. Amen. And that's Amen. what we're talking about in this being found, I think, and then being transformed. And Lost Sheep Ministry is not only something you can call folks for help, but this is a group on a mission itself, going to the tent communities in Minneapolis and mm-hmm. St. Paul, bus stations, uh, going wherever they can to reach out and not just grab people, we're talking about that, mm-hmm. but actually feed, care for, reach out. So we want to tell some stories about that on right. this. This is, if you're listening live, it's on Thanksgiving weekend, but yes. it may be on podcast, but we thought this is a great time to be gratitude. So um, we've had you on the show before, Dave, and people can listen to your podcast at am980themission.com, but we want to welcome you back 
And now we've we said we really want to share stories. So it's story time today. Okay, great. Well, thanks a lot, yeah. uh, both of you, for yes. having me back again. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's uh, it's been exciting um, when um, God calls you um, to a purpose or a cause, and then He puts everything in motion and mm. orders your steps. And you get to see time and time again how faithful he is. Um, something happens inside of you. It's like, well, I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. There's just like no doubt in my mind. And um, so it's been a, a great joy uh, to see how God shows up time after time uh, as he sends me out or as he sends people to me. It's yeah. not always me out. You See, know, that's it's both sides, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, and and people will call me. Um, Chad, who's with me now, he'll he'll t- be talking to somebody, and he'll go, "Here's the, here's this guy. Call this guy. He'll help you." And uh, so my phone will ring, and you know, and he maybe he would have texted me or something, and and it's like, so I'm prepared a little bit, and it's like, okay, well then it's just entering into this conversation again about what's going on with you. How can I help? You want help? And what would help look like for you? And um, and so then it's, um, you know, all about offering a better life for them. Yeah. And if people are ready, if they've had enough of this, because you have to be ready to make a big change in your life. Um, otherwise, you're just going to keep going and, you know, wasting everybody's time. But when you're ready, uh, then it's it's time to actually act on it and, and have some movement, you know, and that's what God does. He's so faithful. He opens doors. He's the God Amen. of the open door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Amen. can get people into programs. And uh, folks, if you're listening, if you're a pastor, I've had a number of pastors call me at R3 and say, hey, can someone help us with a Christian intervention? Yeah. I've I've also had family members call a few weeks ago, or maybe it's a couple months ago now, but Dave and I worked together with a family in Oakland, California on the phone, mm-hmm. helping them get their son off the street and, right. and get him the help that he needed. So yeah. again, if, if you need to get help in helping someone, uh, you can get that from Lost Sheep Ministries. But also what we want to focus on today, you're doing the outreach part too. You don't wait for the phone to ring. Right. You respond to it. Yes. But you're actually out there in the community and brother Chad, he's kinda of, I heard he's arm in arm with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kind of oh, out yeah. there. So why don't we welcome Chad on yeah. and then tell Great. some stories about what it's like out there in the world and sure. maybe somebody listening wants to join you guys. Mm-hmm. So yeah. would you please introduce more, Chad, how more, you guys got sure. connected and then we'll tell stories. Yeah, well, um, Chad is just a delight. Uh, he has a beautiful spirit and wants to reach out and help people. And uh, he does it in a lot of different ways, but um, he's a giver, not a taker. And uh, so we have really aligned and um, continue to go out uh, looking for lost sheep. And uh, we find ourselves... Um, well, he, I want him to tell the stories about please, all this stuff please. rather than me just go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you take it away, Chad, and just say welcome, how it's Chad. all working. Yeah, welcome. Hi, thanks, welcome. thanks, yeah. Dave. I appreciate you. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I, I first met Dave. I, I was in treatment. I was actually at Minnesota Adult Teen Challenge. And I was sitting at a table, and he was talking to a guy, and he was just calling out the good in him. He was mm. just like, it's like he was in there mining for gold, and I and I just shook my head. I was just I, I just got off crystal meth and 
I had a death in the family of an overdose and, and I was just, I was still, you know, just shaken by that whole ordeal. Mm. But I, I was like, who is this guy, man? Like he doesn't know that guy very well. Cause he was just talking about all the good stuff that this guy was mm-hmm. doing. Oh, he didn't know the dark side. He didn't side. know the dark oh. side of this guy. Yeah. Here I am, you know, fresh yeah, off the street uh, going, wow, that guy doesn't know that guy very well. But after I started maturing my, my, my walk and in sobriety, I realized that's what we need to do is call out the gold and the good in people mm-hmm. instead of just pointing out everything that's wrong with them. Amen. And so I met Dave and I went, wow, this, this guy's the real deal. And he just, he sees the good in people. He calls out the golden people. So um, I kind of got called by him through Facebook to to go out and work the streets with them to go find lost sheep. So he invited me to go out and and search for lost sheep. And I was, the first week I was like, I can almost see it. I was like, so paint a picture, (laughs) paint a picture. So I was like, okay. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, he called me out and he says, we're meeting at this diner. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, I don't have time this weekend. So I, I was going out of town and actually passed a diner. And I see Dave in the window <laughs> meeting with a bunch of guys that I knew. And I thought, God, I know I'm called to do this. <laughs> but I, I had to get out of town. So the next week I said, yeah, I'll meet up with you and okay. we'll go out. And, uh, you know, it was cold. There was a lot of people on the street, and he's like, you know, where do we go find these guys? And and he says, there's two beds open at this treatment center. And I was like, all right, I'm I'm down. So we just stopped. We said, there's a guy right there. Kind of a fisher of men. Oh, man, we were. You went fishing. We jumped out of the thing and said, you know, how are you doing, (laughs) you know? And we just asked him a bunch of questions about where he's at and, and are you on the street, are you homeless? And he's like, the guy was like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm on the street. Hmm. And he was like, well, do you want to get off the street? It's cold out here. It's yeah. wet. I mean, this guy's toes were cold and wet. His no hands gloves. were wet. He was, <sighs> he was, he had a little suitcase and he's like, nah, I don't want to go to treatment. And we were like, come on, man. Anything's better than being where you're at. And, 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 and then a girl came out and said, look, we can get you off the street today. There's a bed open. And. Right there, the guy just agreed to come with us, mm-hmm. and right. we brought him into a treatment center right there, got him off the street. He he threw out his bottle. <laughs> He's like, ah, I got some vodka. He had some vodka, and he got rid of it, and he says, I really have to get rid of this. Yeah. And, you know, it, it was the first time to where we actually went on the street and said, we're going to change somebody's life today. Like, mm. God wants to find somebody today. So. And, and, and I think we'd all like to go out and just convert everybody right away and save all of people right. caught in addiction. But I understand that you guys got to, not you guys, we got to invest in these relationships. And oh, sometimes yeah. it may right. not be about conversion or treatment. It might be about gloves, about right. something to eat. So, Dave, how do you guys meet them where they're at? Now, that that was, you kind of hit on one there. Yeah, that was a But first. I'm guessing most of the time, there's an investment required, Dave. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, well, you have to look at, well, what's the weather like, you know? And most people, if they've been out there and they're homeless, they, they're hungry, you know? Mm-hmm. So, just to get them a sandwich and uh, right. some water and, you know. Um, Muesli bar, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah some it's chocolate. Just, Right, just yeah. just uh, trying to meet their needs, and then you know we realized it was cold, and then we saw 
was like, let's go buy a bunch of gloves and scarves and hats and stuff. And so we go to the dollar store and just load up on that stuff, right? And then uh, just go out and pass them out. Well, people were just so grateful, Mm. you know? And so that kind of like really showed us that it's like, well, if you meet their needs, well, then they're willing to let you pray for them even, you know? And and then we can give them the word of God and they, they got something that's tangible, you know, they can refer back to. And then I would always pass out my cards, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you're not ready now, you know, when you are ready, just give yeah. me a call. Right. You know, we'll come and get you and we'll get you in a place. And, you know, so it, I think it uh, plants a seed about hope, mm. you know, that, wow, there's people that didn't give up on me. And then you got to water it a little bit. And this isn't a one shot thing because you yeah. see them again. And if it's like in the tent communities, You'll see them again, and we're earning the right to speak into people's lives. Yeah, and, you know, like uh, uh, Chad and me and, and, you know, a couple other guys have been going down to that tent encampment that's on uh, Hiawatha and Cedar since there was, was back in July when there was like four tents there, you know, and and now there's like 200 tents there. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Right along the, what what road, what freeway, Hiawatha Avenue. Right. I, I was driving by the other day, and you uh-huh. see that you just see a yeah. chain of tents. There. Yeah, and it's growing. It's gone from from that two block area to around the corner and down on the next block, and you know. So, and now winter's coming. You know, we had uh, um, snow already. So, yeah. you know, yep. so you know, it's not going to be comfortable out there. And, and and there's also a place called the Wall in St. Paul. I guess it's because it's near a big wall, but there's a whole yeah. tent community there. Yeah. And so in a Pastor Dwight's going to kind of um, check in with us a little bit on what you guys are listening to, but then we'll talk more about these tent communities. Okay, yeah. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Prison Transformation Radio, Changing Hearts with Christ, and uh, with our co-host Jim Moore of the R3 Collaborative, and I'm Pastor Dwight Anderson with Prison Mission Association. And we're if you want, if you missed any part of this broadcast, if you want to hear the replay, it's on www.am980themission.com. We're on every Saturday at 1 o'clock here in the Central Time Zone. Today, if you're listening... Um, we're talking about bringing lost sheep and having them transformed by the power of the gospel and becoming shepherds. And we've had Chad here. Sh- Chad uh, shared how how he has come to know the Lord and how he's been reaching out. And so, and we talked a little bit about these tent communities. So maybe you can explain a little bit more. Yeah. Some people maybe don't understand what this tent community is or how this works, and then how they can get, maybe get involved or how. What are some of the needs? Do you have prayer needs, prayer concerns, financial Perfect. needs? Sure. Uh, do you need volunteers? Do you need mentors? Yeah. How can people plug in? Yeah, how can we plug uh, in? And help out? Because sure. there's a lot of pastors and, and Christian leaders that are listening to this show. Yeah, so, you know, when I started going down there, um, and then I saw the, like, proliferation of all these tents, you know, hmm. it's like this thing was just growing. It was a growing uh, community, almost organic. And, wow. um, yeah, so the needs started growing, and at first they didn't have, like, even, um, you know, toilets or anything there. And so now they have erected those. And and, uh, um, and then there's been some leadership that has come in from uh, a group. It's called Natives Against uh, Heroin. And so uh-huh. they've been helping out there, organize. And, you know, there's different churches that are bringing food in and, and clothing. And uh, people that, who know what I'm all about doing call me and say, can you come over? I've got a whole car load of stuff and pick it up and bring it out down there and and so i've been doing a lot of that and but there has been countless number of uh tents that have been uh provided um my brother gave two big tents and um tarps i have probably uh maybe 40 
tarps have been, you know, mm. given to me to, to, to give down there. Jackets, okay. um, you know, hats, mittens, my, my cousin, um, just, she loves wool, um, socks. And she, she gave me after a, um, um, uh, family reunion in Wisconsin. She said, "Here, I've got these in my car. It's like I don't know, fifty pair of socks." So I went wow. down there right from the right from the <laughs> yes. uh, family reunion with my sister Kathy, and and wow. uh, we were handing out two pair of socks to all the wow. women who wanted them. Well, wow. they all wanted it. Wow. You know, yeah, it's not, particularly when it's getting cold. July's yeah. one thing, yeah, but November, December, yeah, January. It's no, it's it's, it's, it's getting it's thing. getting bad. And so, and now um, there was another person who's just donated, um, like. Um, firewood two two truckloads of firewood down there so so mm. you know they have uh um in addition to tents which you can't have fires in they have got uh teepees and wigwams wow. and so uh, both of those you those, those structures you can have fire and so people can stay warm and so that's the concern when uh it comes to really severe weather that people could get frostbite they yes. could lose their yeah. you know uh extremities chad's got uh, a cousin who um, has gone through that himself, mm-hmm. you know? Lost yeah. He lost his fingers. And so, um, the concern is like, they need to have, you know, a place where they can get warmed up, you know? And so, uh, so, so we'd love to lead them to the Lord. We'd love to lead them to treatment, but yeah. I hear that you meet them where they're at, yeah. Chad, yeah. That, that you guys go down there. And I know some of our other brothers from teen challenge have gone down there. Yeah. And can you tell us what it's like, Chad, to go down and spend time with these people building relationships yeah. Uh, what's yeah. your experience of that been? Because I'm thinking some people listening may be intrigued by this. Mm-hmm. Well, I think a lot of the people down there feel like they're forgotten. They don't put any value on themselves. They think society has cast them out. Mm-hmm. And when we go down there, we just ask if they have a need. And and we bring water. We bring Bibles. We bring hats, gloves, mittens, blankets, tarps. And we just go through and, and, and ask what they need, you know. A lot of them, they don't have toiletry items. They don't have a lot of stuff. I mean, I mean, you think if you could uh, live in a tent for a week or so, it's pretty rough at the end of that week. Well, they've been living down there for months. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I love what you said, lost but not forgotten. Right. Yes. And so churches, pastors that are listening— there's a lot of opportunities to get involved and to get engaged. And then at the appropriate time, I'm, I'm guessing once you build trust and relationships, you can, you can share about our Lord. You can share about the Adult Rehabilitation Center at the Salvation Army, Union Gospel Mission, Teen Challenge. Mm-hmm. You can help them connect with what might be a good next yeah, step for them. Absolutely. And how can people, if they're listening, how they contact you, Dave, to participate or volunteer or sure. donate? How yeah. can they contact you? Yeah, my, my phone number is 612-414-5575. And uh, you can call me, and if you have something you'd like to donate or if you'd like to bring it down there, I'm happy to meet you down there. Um, they It's it's always helpful if you go with somebody who's familiar. Yeah. You know, right. and so they we all know maybe me. Maybe meet there. you at the diner, and then we could all go together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but uh, as, as long as you have got you know something that's going to you know ease their burden, mm-hmm. you know, I mean that would be really appreciated, and uh, they would love it. And the need is great. Um, so you can get a hold of me by my phone. Right. Um, I, and a website. Yeah, my website is just www.lostsheepministries.mn. 
www.ccfund.org. Can they donate on the website? They can. Financially? They can, they okay. can donate. And, I, you know, people have raised money. I put a, a plea out there. It's like they need to have, like, a, a fireproof um, liner for a teepee, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would raise enough money where I could oh. do that, right? Oh, praise the Lord. And so That's I bought great. that for them, and they, they put that in there. And I just raised some more money for them so they, they could, you know, build these wigwams and stuff. Hmm. And so they, they've built two more wigwams now down there so you know people are are very generous and they want to help this cause and um how many people do you think are down there now would you probably i would say like 500 and that's just minneapolis yeah then in st paul there's how many how many in st paul do you think it's not as large down there yeah you know but this this is the largest tent encampment ever in minnesota now amazing amazing so folks it's chaplain dave johnson 612-414 Five five seven five twenty four seven. That's not the phone number. That's when it's available. <laughs> right. But you can also go to r3collaborative.org, and we feature Lost Sheep Ministries on the front page of the website. All of that information is there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I do also want to say that there is another phone number that can get you direct help if you're ready for treatment or exploring it, 612-FREEDOM, yeah. F-R. E-E-D-O-M. Yeah. That's the, the line to call into mm-hmm. Minnesota Adult yeah. Teen Challenge. And actually, something that Dave did for years. He used to answer yeah. that was, number. Was answer did, that yeah. number and, yeah. and talk to people. Yeah, that was the point of contact yeah. there. So now we have a we have a minute or two. Chad, I'd, I'd just like to toss it back to you for a minute. Yeah. Um, I've known you for a couple of years. We've been lost. We're both brothers. We've right. kind of been through this together. <laughs> it, it seems like for people like us, being involved with this is really good for our sobriety and our faith right. development. Right. How has doing this work blessed and transformed your life? Well, it's it's it showed me my faith that God's doing something is it's worth walking it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because every day it seems like something lands in my lap, a connection. It's like God's just sending all this work my way, and like. The hats, the gloves, the water, the food, the Bibles. I mean, yeah. I couldn't do it without other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just to see God just make these divine connections and put all this stuff together and to see people getting saved and rescued from their lost situation, that's it's it's everything. It, it keeps me sober helping the next guy get up out of their situation. Amen. Mm-hmm. So I really want to. Yeah, I'm sorry. Please, we want to acknowledge uh, international Bible givers too. Yes. Um, we we the three of us are a part of that organization where people uh, donate funds so that Bibles could be purchased uh, or New Testaments uh, or just the Gospel of John or tracts, whatever mm-hmm. uh, their need is. And uh, those people are making an impact for the kingdom. And yes. um, we're it's just huge. really grateful to be able to be those couriers. You know. Yep to uh, bring those uh, Bibles out, the good word. Amen. Uh, yeah. Amen. Good news, yep. So, so folks, when you're listening, we know some of you are feeling nudged. And we, we've heard that in church with the Minnesota Teen Challenge Choir. Uh-huh. I just felt nudged to uh-huh. do something. So, yes. so now there's a way to respond to that. I think it's him, folks. I think he, he might be calling and nudging you, and yeah. there's just tremendous opportunities yeah. to be blessed by doing this. Yeah. Join us. We'd love to hear from you. You can call me. You can go out with us. Yeah. You know, we yes. want we wanna if you wanna make yourself available, God wants to use you. Mm. Amen. 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 Yeah. So uh we have about one more minute. 
Can we invest half of that at least in turning to the Lord, Chaplain Dave? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And just close us in prayer? Yeah. Yes, thanks for coming. Oh, God, uh, just so grateful uh, to you for all that you're doing in our lives and the doors that you open for us, Lord, to, to go out and reach those that are lost whom you love with an everlasting love. And uh, it's such an honor, Lord, just to be able to represent you and your, your love and your, your kindness towards those who are lost and brokenhearted. Uh, God, just we want to give you honor and praise because you are so worthy. And Jesus, the fact that you loved us while we were still sinners, mm. it's so amazing. And uh, we look forward, Jesus, to worshiping you forever and ever for the sin price that you paid for us, Lord, that you are willing to shed your precious blood for us. Glory to you, Lord Jesus. Amen. In your name, amen. 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 Hey, thanks, Chad. Thanks, Pastor Chap- uh, Dave. Yeah. Chaplain Dave. Yeah. My pleasure. Thank you. All right. God bless. We'll see you guys all next week. <laughs>